Bills Fan Podcast for March 29th, 2016. It's your boy Dave. It's your boy Adam. Dave, who's your friend over here? My fucking friend is Sean Timmerman. Oh, the guy who comes around when I when I can't make it. All right. Yeah. The substitute fucking deacon. All right, I see you. Yeah, the Giants fan. I don't know if I want to be known as substitute deacon. Maybe I'm just the... Uh, hey, it would be an honor. All NFL right? knowledge. It, Outside it, Buffalo guy? It would be maybe. an honor to be substitute deacon, okay? <laughs> talking to that mic, okay? That's all you got to do. Talk, talk to that mic. Okay. All right. I think I'm a little low here in the mix, fam. Or or Sean's a little high. He's a little spiky, but. Oh, Sean's a little high, huh? Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right, well, Dave. Sean, Sean if, you, if you fellow people, it's kind of like we forgot this thing is on, but, uh. Sean happened to uh, have a little fun with my stepsister one one time, and uh, so I have like a nephew. And Sean's a baby dad. We're gonna make this more awkward. Um, he's a Giants fan. Yeah, just he's a hell of really a guy. Uh, single, single father. You can find him on. Uh, on what's your name on Twitter? Something Sean. I blew off my hand with fireworks. JPP. What is, what's your Twitter yeah, handle? Yeah, you down with JPP. Yeah, he he's a deep Giants fan. He knows more about the Giants than anybody I know. And if you, for even me, if I want, like, a friend who has, like, the whole national NFL perspective on lock, and, oh, by the way, my fantasy football partner in a 16-team league, one of my top five besties, Sean Timmerman, that's him. So we're here to pretty much top five besties. It's like Yay. It's like MySpace right now. Yeah, it's like Sean's on my top eight. <laughs> it was a four. So you'd be right outside the four. Man, but I you definitely made my T Mobile favorite five. <laughs> so Man. Truly honored. You should be. Yeah. I mean, not only do you look good, but I look good. And Deacon doesn't. <laughs> Anyways, we're here. You we're can proud. Both. Guys, this thing really is on. Yeah. Is this okay. on? Hello? Hello? <laughs> is this on? All right. So pretty much we're here to go almost unformatted, and we were just kind of thinking, like, what's interesting around the NFL? I have to be honest with you. I am bored out of my mind. The Bills here brought in some guys for visits, but there's no reason to me to go over the whole list until the whole list is done because then we could really try to see – connect some dots and see what's going on. But the Bills did bring in Cardell Jones from Ohio State, and I thought that was kind of interesting. That's really interesting. Yeah, because... What are they bringing him in as? Right. And we've, we've talked about, you know, even before we started up, you brought up EJ Manuel, and what's cool about having Sean on is Sean's going to hit us today with things that Hurt. What do normal people who aren't Bills fans think? So you brought up EJ. Mm-hmm. Now, if they just cut EJ, he's $3 million, no matter what. So 
their best well, option is to trade him so to get the three off the books. But you got to look at it like some guys, you know, they go for next to nothing. Yeah, I don't think you're going to get much value for EJ anyway. But if you could get the contract off the books, I wouldn't be shocked if during the draft they might do that. And is it worth maybe bringing in Jones mid-rounds? Yeah, I mean, you're going to you know? see a ton of roster moves after the draft. This is where all the vet, a lot of older vets get cut after the draft. Are they After teams fill in the needs, you're going to see lots of movement in players. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that that's that's – I think that's a, when the Bills sign Percy Harvin, if they do, I think that's going to be after the draft. You know what I mean? Like there's going to be yeah, a lot of cool there's still moves. a bunch of free agents out there now. They it just, you know, those are the lower end – roster filling type guys that right. you hold off on until after the draft and and after other teams are making moves. But Cardell Jones is pretty interesting because he had so much hype and I think for his own sake, if the hype was real, which it's one thing of what the media can make of the hype and one thing of what the teams actually see in him, he must have gotten word last year that he should not declare for the draft. Like, somebody must have said, dude, kid, go go back to school. Yeah. Like, no, that's but then was. he lost his job. Now, I don't know well, college football to save my life. Let's be real here. I'm being honest with you. I but mean, I I'm do not... know that they had a three-headed monster and a quarterback last year anyway. Right. So, you know what I mean? It's not shocking. Right. It's Ohio State. Right. And that's First string, Meyer. second string, and third string are all great players. Right. I mean, it's just how it is. I mean, it's Urban Meyer. It's interesting. You, you to, I don't, I'm not even sure. I wonder what he's projected to go as. You know, what round? It can't be early. It's got to be probably third or fourth at best. They say he has, like, the strongest arm in the draft. Like, an enormous arm. Enormous arm. But he's so raw. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is, you know, we talk about these projects, you know. You, talk, you look at New York Jets and you look at a guy like Bryce Petty. All right, that's your project. It's like, if Bryce Petty isn't ready, do you draft a quarterback if you're the Jets in early rounds? It's like, wait, mm-hmm. wait, wait, you got Bryce Petty. This kid's supposed to develop. You got to go down the plan. And I think, again, it's, it's diffusing between what what the media wants and what the team wants. The team really might be perfectly fine with EJ Manuel. The team might be perfectly fine with the Jets case with Bryce Petty. You know what I mean? Right. And that's where it kind of gets interesting because if you have a plan to develop a kid, you develop the kid. Right. But you know what? Every year, there's more quarterbacks drafted than you can even, you know, than you probably would even know of. There's, you know, 10 plus quarterbacks every year that get drafted. You know, everyone's, right. I feel like, like, like everyone's like the still. the Ricky Stanzies of the world. Oh, you know, it's like when Mal Kuyper goes, yeah, you know, he could be, a, the, the, his ceiling is a solid backup, okay. solid backup. And I'm thinking like, well, you better get another job. First of all, if you, I think Mel Kuyper's a moron. Yeah, you want to talk a, about someone, someone's is, ceiling? Let's talk about his ceiling for a minute. Yeah, this is the same guy Pretty who low. who was, you know, Jamarcus blowing Russell, Jamarcus Russell and Jimmy Clausen. Jimmy Clausen. Yeah, the Jimmy Clausen thing. Yeah. Sorry, Jimmy, if you're listening, I know you're listening, but I was so <laughs> glad to see Jimmy Clausen just shit on himself. Yeah, you know, just because you know it's easy to shit on the Kelly. Well, not only that, kid, because you know? his character—he's—he's he's a, he's a douchebag. And then you get Dan Patrick growing him. So uh, what happened? You know, it's like when Dan Patrick is <laughs> I love fucking Dan grilling Patrick. you, dude. That's yeah. like your uncle. That's like yeah. your uncle. Let me tell you something, kid. <laughs> so you're not gonna do that again, huh? 
Like he's had like ho- you ever have Dan Patrick have like coaches on who's like royally fucked up, yeah. and then he like brings him on. It's like, it's like confession. Right. Yeah, you know, I'm just taking uh, one day at a time. I was only hammered three yeah. times since put I him, ran over those kids. Put them right on the spot. But, you know, just, you know, I'm just looking to get back into football, and I found God, and I'm just really just. Yeah, let me feed you any kind of bullshit answer I can think of. And, uh, you know. <laughs> well, you know, he actually did get a second chance. He was he ended up starting for Chicago last year. I forgot what the hell you were even talking about. Jimmy Clausen. Oh. Yeah. You know what, though? <laughs> I say this all the time on the podcast, dude. So, like, years ago, I went to a draft party at the Stonehenge or something, some wing place in Brockport. I forgot. But, like, the Tulio was there. And uh, I was the only asshole who didn't have Cam Newton as the number one pick. I was like, nah, fuck that. They got Jimmy Clausen. Cam Newton's going to the Bills. I had inside info that... The bills that Chan Gailey in the in the whole front office was like drooling over Cam, like literally drool on the table. I'm like, no, yeah, no. Here comes that Buffalo Bills, and optimism. they were supposed to get Von Miller that year, <laughs> not Darius. And it was like I thought a little shocker that Von Miller went over Darius. Yeah, but you know what? And you guys obviously know about more about I'm just Darius I'm than me, but. You know, looking at that early on, you know, two years into the league, you're like, wow, the Bills missed on Cam Newton and Von Miller. And they got Darius. But now it's like, well, Darius was is fucking awesome. That that entire yeah. – go back and look at that draft. Wiki that shit. Yeah. That is one of the best drafts in a uh, yeah, long first round, time. That first round was I mean, J.J. Watt went like yeah. 11th or something. And I remember the Bills – I'll be honest, I remember the Bills going like – you like J.J. Watt, and I'm like, man, I don't want some fucking dumb white guy. I'm being honest. I mean, you got Julio <laughs> Jones, Patrick Peterson. There's a lot. I mean, you got some whiffs in there. You got the um, Jake Lockers Dude, like, of the world. Like, you just <laughs> saw Darius, and you just saw him just just crushing everybody. And I'm just like, I want that guy from Alabama. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what I want. And then you just see Cam Newton. Go, yeah, whatever. I stole some laptops. But I'm going to walk through. To the national championship, well, I'm gonna walk through I mean, Alabama and just win. Like that, and, and I'm like, the okay, the Bills got to get this, but I'm like, wait, no, the Panthers they drafted Clawson, or with their first pick in the second round or something. No, 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 I'm no. This is who you're you know listening to. I think to. every you tuned into me. I think every casual fan learns that lesson. Everyone does. You know, the the casual fan was, expects them to do this, and they completely do something different. And you know, from my own personal experience. Uh, with Odell Beckham, you know, the Giants were coming up, and I'm like, oh, Eric Ebron, yeah, we need a tight end. And then he went, and I'm like, okay, Zach Martin, Notre Dame tackle, you know, Zach Lewin, whoever, let's get a line. We need a line. Let's build a line. <laughs> Just going through and then Odell Beckham Jr., I'm like, who the fuck is that? Because I don't <laughs> watch college football. <laughs> Odell Beckham? So, yeah, we all know what happened after that. So now I just shut shut my mouth. Yeah, you know what I did with Understand EJ? the process. Understand I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. You so. know what I did with EJ Manuel? You know what I did with EJ Manuel at my friend Mike's house? And the Bills select, and I'm thinking, like, I think that was, like, the same year the Bills could have got, like, Milner, and I was like, yo, man, you know, top corner. Maybe they're going to take a – you know what, man, they could take a corner. But they traded down, and he posts on he posts on Facebook. I'll never let him live it down. Deacon post on Facebook. Oh, typical Rolf being cheap. Driving down. I'm like, yo, good value. And then what do they do? 
The Bills draft EJ Manuel. My arm goes up in the air and I go, what the fuck? You're yeah. fucking kidding. I go, you're fucking kidding me. Yeah. And then, and then, you know what I did for Sammy Watkins? Arm goes up in the air. I go, who the fuck is throwing him the ball? Yeah. Literally like that. You know, if you I saw, can't didn't handle you it, tweet something the other day? Who was it? Something about Sammy's a better route runner. Here's what happened. Yeah. Tyler Dunn did an article, okay? What, what and he, happened was... Tyler Dunn did an awesome what article. What happened? What had happened, sir, <laughs> was Tyler Dunn of the Buffalo News did an, one of the best articles I've ever written, honestly. He, he formed a panel with Andre Red. Reed, Tim Brown... Lofton, um, Eric Moulds. And was, that's what it was. It was and Eric there was Moulds. one other dude, um, Chris Carter. Okay? Oh, I fucking hate And Chris he Carter. asked them um, a series of questions. <laughs> Anybody out there? Long story Agreed. short, Odell Beckham Jr. is a bitch. And No, he's eyes. probably listening. Yo, yeah. I'm trying to Careful. tell you guys here the deets. I'm trying to clue him in here. Long story short, everybody said that Odell Beckham Jr. is a great, great athlete, but he's a bitch. And Sammy Watkins is way cooler. So like, so that's what they said. This is like a popularity thing. No, they or... just said that yo, you got a guy with two rings throwing him the ball. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's no doubt so? Eli is better than Tyrod. I mean, really? Clearly, but yeah, bro. I mean, the numbers show it. <laughs> Don't bro yeah. me. I'm being a fan right now. The Super Bowl numbers show me. it too. <laughs> uh, Super Bowl. Yeah. Super Bowl. You know what? Everyone rips on my Eli. But you know what? No, you Eli had a, a hell of a Eli fucking year. I don't have year. a line, fam. Uh, our line's fine. The offense was fine. Well, for years he was getting demolished. Well, yeah, no, the, the line's fine now. We're good. But I'm saying that's I think why yes, Eli we're. got ripped on. It's like he's got to do things. You ever get made fun of when we when you say we're drafting or we're going after, and then someone's like we're. Yeah, I go yeah, I'm bitch. Like, yeah, we I'm, are. I'm part of that yeah, fucking motherfucker team. seven line. We are. <laughs> That's what I say. You can go get the hell out of here with your shit. But yeah, I like to go back backtrack a little bit. All right, so Odell Beckham. I mean, well, let's go backtrack we a little bit more. We hate that name Just as so I can, Bills fans so I can... because of everything. You know, we could have Artavius Bryant. All right, dude. Look, we all smoke weed, oh. but you can't smoke that much weed. All right? You got to stop your shit at some well, point. First of all, you can't. You got to really... know when the drug test is coming. So guess what? I'm glad we got Sammy Watkins because you know what? Sammy... When the kid turns it on, the kid turns it on. Like... No, one's, no one's, you know. Taking any way, anything away from Sammy Watkins. He's no, Sammy, but great... what was your question, though? It's like somebody was saying about Odell. Like, they, they were saying that Odell Beckham Jr., yeah, he's a great athlete, but Sammy Watkins' routes are better. That's mm. what the quote was. I think it was something like Sam, Odell's a better athlete. No, you, you should really read the article because that's it, it's. Stefan Gilmore said Sammy Watkins is better than Odell Beckham. Yeah, but it could be like a he's my teammate, I'm gonna back him up kind of thing. I mean, he got asked specifically. I mean, yeah, but Stefan Gilmer also in Sean's defense went out of his way to talk about it, and he ain't much of a talker. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, so it's he like covers, he covers dude. Well, here's also practice, why though. though is because Odell Beckham Jr. was being a bitch and he was throwing punches. You know what I'm saying? Like he torpedoed. Okay, let's get it right. He torpedoed. Odell he ran, dived head first. He was, he it was a torpedo. Are we in English town? It was fucking great. Okay. Him and uh, Josh Norman are still still Twitter battling. It's great. I love it. Are they really? Oh, yeah. It's great. 
Josh Norman's, but Josh Norman's just trying to ride his coattails of, you know, for attention and stuff. You know, he's if you if you if you look at it, Josh Norman's pulling a, a Richard Sherman card, because no one really knew who Richard Sherman was until he got in Brady's face. I love when Patrick Peterson just tells him what's up. And then, up. but what did what did Richard Sherman do after that? It was off season. He jumped on Twitter, and started going after who. Darrell Rivas, I'm the best. Richard Sherman, obviously, is a household name now. Josh Norman had a great year. What's he doing? Grabbing attention. Yeah, he's going after Odell, not not a corner, but Odell's a big name in the NFL now already. So you know, what, you know what's funny about the NFL, man? I find that funny. It's just like the cornerbacks are like WWE, like. Like, just shit talkers. And then the wide receivers are just divas. <laughs> and then, like, the offensive linemen are, like, the chess players. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, the defensive line are definitely the dudes blowing a lot of coke out partying late. Right? Just fuck shit up. You know, they're the guys that you don't want to fuck with because they're going to ruin your party. And you know what I mean? And then the linebackers are, like, the cerebral part. Like, nah, man, you guys got to chill. We got to get together. We're going to get arrested. No. or Nah, man. Nah, we got it. Nah, no, no, no. No, you're not doing that. I think that. cornerbacks they're calming, are. are they're, calming, they're calming down the party. And then the quarterback's like, the quarterback's like, Dad, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, d- Dad, I'm sorry. I told Peter not to stay out so late. He did. The hooker followed him. I'm telling you. I think corners. Uh, well, that's you, you a hot take. Corners are. Uh, nice take, Dad. A lot of corners Thanks, are just jealous and of the receivers. And then running just a star. You know, yeah. well, not anymore. Not in this league. Well, I don't think in any league. <laughs> yeah, so. running backs are worth nothing now. You could be. In I the think l- the run game's coming back. It, yeah, it, but it has here's no a choice here's a prime back. example. Alfred Morris. You know, he was a late round pick, but the same year when he had Shanahan, he was a he was great. Yo, check this. Ran thing. for what, like fourteen hundred yards? Yo, he, crazy he shit. Crushed, he crushed. But and then what happened? Two years later, three years later. Free agent signed a little small deal with Dallas. You want to talk something funny though with that? Is watch that all these chop blocks that that rule that rule passed right that, that yes. all the chop blocks nope. are banned. Oh. Yo, that running game is gonna is gonna sprout. That running game is gonna go nuts. Yeah, watch but you it. know what? To be fair, and I don't mean to be like a shithead right now, but as fans of a team that had the number one rushing offense last year, I mean, bro, we didn't make the playoffs. So, yeah, but I think you could put that argument with, with a lot of things, though. You know what I mean? Like, like everybody likes to use that for, you know, we haven't made the playoffs in 16 years. It must be the drafting. Well, guess what, dude? What happened six years ago no. has nothing to do with the team now. Well, not only that, most you know players I mean? most players aren't on the team in six years. Right. You know, and it's like you have to catch. It's like amazing how far, how how little of a difference it is from a playoff team and not a playoff team. If it was like the NHL, the Bills would probably be in the playoffs a lot more because the Texans would not be in there. Right. You know, it's, it's I mean, bullshit at, that uh, the Texans are in the playoffs. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You know, the Saints went in with the losing record one year, or what, 7-9 or something? 7-8-1, and one, I believe. Yeah, and then, yeah. like, Seattle went in with the losing record one year. I think that's why, you know. Like, the, come on, man. The NBA was thinking about adopting a, you know, overall record gets in, period. Yeah, because I don't know if you guys—you guys probably don't follow the NBA, but there's oh, you know, I, I the East. Is, the East is terrible. Yeah, oh, I know. Yo, you know the that. West, the the 
12 seeds would be in the playoffs in the East. So there were there was rumors they were thinking about adopting, uh, you know, just top teams in instead of divisions and all that. I think I think the NFL is going to expand anyway. They're going to ex- expand the playoff process. They're they're going to do it's NFL. It's the biggest sporting in the world. I, they're they're going to continue to expand. I feel like we touched on this topic recently. Um, it, it it's amazing that like the NFL feels to us Bills fans, to Giants fans, you guys are into tailgating and all sorts of stuff. Like it, it just feels like like New York City. You know what I mean? To me, a lot of people might not think blue collar now, but I mean I do. I mean the, the buildings had to be built. You know, or, and and I feel like blue collar you know, all the way through with the Bills. And it's weird that there's people commenting on the stadiums about saying the Bills need a new stadium. The Bills, and it's like the Bills just asked Erie County for a super long, for a seven-year lease to stay in Buffalo. And actually, it was the Giants owner that said. Yeah. It's one of the three worst stadiums in the league. That's what Mara said. And And I remember because – John Murphy. I saw him walk up the the stairs when I was at the game. Actually, me and my son Matt, Steve Tish. That was a pretty cool moment. Yeah, he's a douche for ripping on the Bell Stadium because John Murphy pretty much he tore him apart. And he goes, you know what? He goes, honestly, for an owner that doesn't even have a team in New York, his team, oh by the oh, way, is in New Jersey. Yeah, you could call it how it is. I don't know. True. The Brooklyn Nets figured it out. Yeah. True. No, what I'm trying to say is this, but he's like, you know, MetLife Stadium. John Murphy goes, I was, it was on his podcast. And he goes, and it's not like him to really bash anybody hard, but he defended Buffalo. And he goes, Buffalo has the best sight lines, some of the best sight lines you could ever have at a stadium. And he goes, oh, yes, I went to MetLife Stadium, you know, the new one, whatever. It, he goes, I would take, and he goes, I went up and down all three floors. I was there five hours early. He goes, I think the Roth has better sighting lines. He goes, now, as far as amenities and stuff like that, he's like, you know, when you go to Indianapolis, every single thing is, we're in your face ready to make money on it. You know, and, and that is one thing that the Bill Stadium could have. They could really milk us for more money that way. I don't think the Bills can ever afford to have, like, PSLs and shit like that. That would be awful. That would be crippling. And it's just, like, amazing how I feel like the NFL is taking the blue collar out of it. You know, it's taking, like, the gridiron. Like, when when you're a kid and you watch NFL films on ESPN because there's nothing else on, you're watching that, you're seeing, you know. I see your take. Terry Bradshaw getting thrown in the air, and then you just, just lands on his head, and then you just hear the music. You know what I mean? And something about the lions and I'm epic shove raw. And it's just going fucking, and you're like, wow. I see how you feel that way. Since you know Buffalo's what I mean? more of, you know, it's a so small, it's Pittsburgh. smaller city, you know. Pittsburgh, Detroit, Minnesota, Green Bay. The, the, these aren't, like, huge cities. Mm-hmm. Cleveland. Especially Green Bay. It's you tiny. know what I mean? Like, like this is what, uh, Great Lakes, this is uh, blue-collar towns. Right. You know what I mean? Like I see your point, but I know that there was there's been rumors of a new stadium for 
two years already. Right. About doing a downtown stadium. But the, they're making it sound like it needs to be imminent. And, and if there's one thing, Terry Pagot ain't sitting on his hands. And before this whole... Yeah, but he's also invested a ton of money in downtown Buffalo. That's what I'm saying. I, He's got plans for it's gonna it. happen it, it, yeah it's going to happen it just doesn't plus, need to be imminent. they just came out they just you know the news of how they're not really satisfied with tailgating in buffalo because obviously buffalo tailgating so let's move it into the middle of downtown well it's gonna it's gonna eliminate <laughs> some things no no it won't. no no no, no. If there's, no one, if there's one thing that won't fly is you can't have a stadium say no tailgating in buffalo that will not fly that will not that that won't happen. I think it's gonna happen. No, they it's will not. burn no, no, the no, no. city to they, the they won't, fucking. There's no tailgating. People aren't going to the games. It's gonna happen. True. I know you guys. <laughs> no, dude, they're not gonna. As we're, fans we're, of the team, you you don't you want to. Are they trying to get? Are, are they trying to get rid of it in New York? What? Tailgating. Tailgating. No. Are they trying to get rid of it in Miami? No. Why don't they get rid of it in Buffalo? They want to move the stadium downtown. Yeah, not to get rid of tailgating. Because anytime you hear tail no 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 any anytime I hear stadium talks, there's always where will the tailgating be like every time you listen to any Buffalo radio or Buffalo media, people call in, what's up with the tailgating? Then the host usually goes, Well, I'm sure they would have that incorporated with this, 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 and they have a plan, trust me. I know that there's plans in the works because they talked stadium before. You know, about a year ago. They talked stadium. At the same time, Terry Pagula just took over the team. Right. You got to say the right things. And at the same time, they just sunk a bunch of money into the damn thing. So you got to enjoy it for at least four or five years. Well, I don't, I'm not saying it's going right. to happen next year. I mean, it takes three to four years after the after announcing that there's a new stadium. Oh, exactly. Exactly. But so, you, you know, know what's LA's not going to have their new stadium until 2019. I, you know what's weird is. Didn't L.A. leave the Coliseum because it was a shithole, and now they're going to go play back in the fucking Coliseum? Hey, man. It's like, uh, no, it's no, like the, really NFL's, NFL? the NFL's doubling really? down. Have you doubling down. I went and looked at the Coliseum. I went, there was like some um, some huge like metal fest, like the Sound of Fury Fest or something. It was like right next door. And like I walked, it was like in their parking lot or something. So I walked next door to the Coliseum. I was like, holy shit, this is a Coliseum. I look down, I see the bowl dug out. It's like, wow. It looked like garbage, man. And the NFL is going to play. Really? The NFL was so weird. It's so weird. It's like so backwoods. It's taken years. You have medical evidence that that the weed helps the players. But nope. We're just going to be as... How does this be, come up every week? Dude, because it's irritating how back... Because I don't I don't talk to Sean about how backwards the NFL is. And it's just weird. It's like politics. Really, the catch is like an politics. issue, but we can't change it. The catch is There's an issue. There's $8 billion a year involved. Politics, of course. So why don't you get it right? So that's... The, why that's, can't hold they on. get it right? Why can't the referees Before you be... Get back into, why can't they be full-time? That's so, what I'm saying. Well, you don't like that. Why? Why they, they? The NFL sees problems, but they refuse. But that's not probably to why them. John Mara was saying, "Hey, we need to build Buffalo a new stadium, no. generate more money." No, see, I'm not that. I'm not bright enough to break the stadium thing down. But if you go and you listen to John Murphy's podcast about the stadium from about a week ago from this date, 
he breaks it all down because the way the revenue works out is it's not shared revenue anyway. So it doesn't matter to them. It doesn't matter to them. That's that's yeah, the biggest thing. It's just you, like and in the same it's just sen- like shut up. Just just shut up sense, about it, though, other guys. You know, the owners are a, a group together. Okay. Jacksonville is a shithole. The Saints is a shithole. What's wrong? Miami hold is on, a shithole. Why is Jacksonville a shithole? Dude. Whatever John Murphy says goes. All right, listen to me. Hey, I, I hate to break it to you, but Jacksonville's going to be really good in about two years. Okay, and we're talking about the stadium, dude. The stadium? There, we can, the stadium? We can name, Besides, okay, like, okay, the swimming pool Oakland's inside. Oakland's a shithole. Oakland's a shithole. Yeah. San Francisco was a shithole. Okay, San Diego is a shithole. Well, LA is playing in a fucking shithole that they already fucking yeah, left. They're going back to a nuclear fucking wasteland. Their new stadium is going to be the me, best. You're believe. telling me the Bill Stadium is that fucking bad? No, Get the fuck out of here! I've never, I don't think that came. No, those no, words came not out from you. But people are saying it's it's the the worst three stadiums in the NFL. I don't think so. John Mara said that shit. Yes. Why don't we John, st- I don't think John Morrow said it was the worst three. He why commented on Why don't we stack a second team in our stadium? Oh. Oh. Well, blow. Come on. <laughs> One thing that they're already out of town. They're borrowing yeah. land in Jersey to save on taxes. Come on. Like, that ain't some mafioso shit. There's no fucking room. <laughs> Where the fuck do you think they're going to play? Yo, who's that mouser that disappeared? Oh, what's his name? Yo, he's buried, he was buried in the old Giant Stadium. Yeah, I don't know where you're going with this. Yeah, I forgot his name. Yeah, all right. Phone in. Phone in. So what do you think about your Giants? Any any more Bills things you want to rip on us about? Yeah. All right, I what do you got? started. All right. What do you, I mean, first of all, well, What's a go, concern? As an outsider, seriously, though, as an outsider, what's what, a, what do What's you the see? biggest concern from an outsider on the Buffalo Bills? Yeah. The, the defense. The defense was doing great. Under Mike Patine, Jim Schwartz came in, made it better. Rex Ryan came in, who I was like, oh, this guy's never had a defense worse than top five. And no offense, but your defense sucked. What it do you mean, went, no offense? Regressed. It's the truth. Regressed royally. And no offense. Not all of it. Hold on. I'm not done. You're bringing Rob fucking Ryan? Rob Ryan. Who Yo, is the man. most? Hold on, hold on. I know your optimism is going to go pour out of your mouth, but <laughs> Rob Ryan's the most overrated defensive coordinator in the history of the NFL. The history of the NFL. No. Yeah. No. Look Dude, at his he's teams. Been employed for okay. Look at you're not a pile of shit coordinator if you still get employed for twelve years. Okay. Look up Rob Ryan's defenses. The Saints. Oh, that was bad. Okay, what happened? He got fired midseason. Yo, he turned that Saints defense from 29th to 4th. And you know what happened in one season? And you know what happened in that? One season. He got handcuffed by Sean Payton. What happened to Dallas? His hair, man. What happened in Cleveland? His hair again. Yo, (laughs) it's Cleveland. Overrated. What's ever ever happened in Cleveland? They hear Ryan, they automatically think Rex are buddy. Dude. He, how can you how can you rip on the pattern agree, man? Don't get me wrong. I love the fucking hate before these guys were on my team, but 
I do like These are, this is my family. You know, now. as I'm hating more and more, but I do like Ed Reed. That's interesting. It's coming in as a he's Yo, cornerback he, he, safety coach, here's right? Here's how I look at it though. Here here's how I look at it. Is like we can bang on Rex Ryan all we want. And and we I'm not always, banging on him. I'm no, just no, wondering no, what no, the no, fuck no, happened. No, what I'm trying to say is this is is like I, I feel that the players they they didn't buy in, man. Preston Brown, the the line the, the linebacker for the Bills is getting called out now. And and word on the street was that he was not buying in along with Mario Williams' big mouth. Hey, I got another thing. What? How do you feel about Jim Schwartz going to Philly? How do you feel about... And bringing over, like, four bills. <laughs> hey, how do you feel about Jim Schwartz oh, I'm really not even miss. bringing in Mario Williams for a visit? How's that? What's that tell you? Well, he's old. Over the hill. I think that says something about Mario Williams. I think that says something about... And who would bring him in anyway after not trying at all last year? Giving up on play after play. That was bullshit. $19 million on the fucking train, man. Yeah. I'm swearing a lot today. I'm so mad. Would you bring in the guy who's old, who's made a ton of money and doesn't care? Just before we started defending Mario Williams, how it's a good signing for Miami. But it's a terrible <laughs> signing. I don't know. I still feel we could turn it on, so put on my, my other side of my the coin here. You're not supposed to be optimistic about former Bills players. I know. Pessimistic, Dave. I know. But yeah, let's 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 break down the Miami move. Okay. You let Oliver Vernon walk. Granted, you're not gonna give him the contract the Giants overpaid for. And they overpaid. But like I said, Oliver Vernon is not a household name to me. So to me, I was just in like, free okay. agency. You have to overpay. It's yeah, those, just it, part of the process. You want to know something? No, Mario on. with the Bills though. The Bills actually worked out on that. But hold on. Then Oliver Vernon is twenty five years old. You you keep Cameron Wake, who just tore his Achilles. He's thirty four. But you let the 25-year-old guy going into his prime walk out the door, and then you bring in Mario Williams? Williams is playing for $10 million this year. Or no, he's actually playing for $6 million this year. Whatever. And then he gets 10 next it's year. It's like $8 million a year or something. It's, I think it's $8 million a year. Yeah, you're right, because it's kid. No, I think... And how it, old no, is... No, it is eight. It is eight. How old is Mario? 32, 33? 31. 31? It's still pretty old. Easy now. What's kind of weird about that is... Listen, uh, 31 in the NFL is old. Unless you're a quarterback. It's so weird because our friend Mike, we were having this conversation about, like, hockey. And he's like, you know what, like, 30-ish, like, you're in your, like, physical prime. And, like, with MMA and stuff like that, you see the age of these guys kicking ass and you think that. But then it's like with football, it's like, I feel they just know something. It's either they know something or it's just backwards. Like, because I, I've always had this thought, like, if I could have the vets that could all move at, like, 7 out of 10, instead of having, like, a Sammy Watkins, a Stephon Gilmore, you know, a Richie Incognito who are, like, 10s, a LaShawn McCoy who are, like, 10s at their position, you know what I'm saying? If you had a team tens. of, like, KG vets of, like, they all played at a level of, like, 7 across the board, like, 11 guys who played, like, like pretty good together, but they were like in their thirties, late twenties, yeah. slightly you know above average like, veterans. Yeah, but right. they get tired. They can't play every snap. They gotta get subs. More prone injury. 
That's why you see like, like 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 basketball does that. Like where the guys can get old as fuck. You know what I mean? And then they they well, yeah, still like they the only Spurs. end up playing twenty minutes a night. You know, Kevin Garnett's still playing basketball. That's an that's he was amazing. like my favorite player when I was a little kid. I was like ten years old. Yeah. Yeah, I had I had his Timberwolves jersey. Yeah. Yeah. But hold on, let me go back to ripping on the Bills. <sighs> All right, so. Next, next question. <laughs> All right, so we're, we're going to go to. Uh, oh, so defensively, Rob Ryan, let me write that up. Um, so here's the deal is I have a lot of respect for Rex Ryan because the people around him have respect for him. So I'm going to take, like, what the players think of him because it, it, Ed Reed, we respect. As fans, before we knew about Rex Ryan on the Bills, we had a lot of respect for Ed Reed. Okay. So he's coming back to work. With somebody he likes, he respect like players respect the guy. So what I'm trying to Rex say is Rex is a player's coach. At the same time, I think Rex is a cutting edge coach because he's edge. been out of the top ten twice in his career. That's with the Bills, and he was eleventh one other time. So and even even with the Jets, I think not giving him anything for players, he still managed to do Rex really wonderful just, things. Honestly, I think Rex should have stayed as a defensive coordinator. He would have been. He was a great defensive coordinator. I don't know. I mean, what he to built think that Ravens defense. You could say that, but why? Look at the offense he had this year. You know I what I mean? I think he's a great head coach. I, I he makes questionable calls. I don't know, man. I, I'm going on this. He year. even publicly said, "I got out coached." You know what? I like that. Yeah, that's a, I, I, I like. Got, I don't know. That, if that, he, that, what I'm trying to say is, I like having a coach that is tra- that is transparent. That is entertaining, and he doesn't even need to be entertaining, but, like, he understands his job in a nice way. It's fun. It's fun, and that's why I'll defend him because, man, Dick Jerron press conferences. Well, no, it's better than uh, the last eight coaches for Buffalo. I like Shane Gailey because he kind of gave you Let's just hire the old guy. That's right. no one else wants. Right, and, and, (laughs) hey, whatever whatever we think, you have to say that, Rex Ryan is one of the most cutting-edge defensive minds. You know, even though I'm hating on the Bills, I am a, a Western New Yorker. I do support the Bills. I'm you would say to that have, the Bills are your second I'm team. I'm trying to – I don't have a second team. I don't believe in such things as second teams. I Dave has a second I team. I know. Dave has a second team. It's weird. It's so fucking it's weird. It's weird. No one, no one really – just no. In real sports, you don't have second teams. You have one team. Well, as a Bills fan, it's always fault. There's next year. There's, you, you, I'm a Giants fan. That's it. But do I have do I support the Bills? Absolutely, because it affects the community that I live in. Everyone's a, most people are Bills fans. <coughs> do I have fun poking fun a little bit? But yeah, let's go to the I last Rex, thing I, I want to burn the Bills on. No, no, I like this. I like this defensive talk because this is this is good. This is good. Here's what I want you to follow me with. This is Rex's draft. All right. There's no. There, oh, you it, know he's not. You guys listen. I'm sorry to interrupt, but you don't. You know he's only drafting defense. You know that's that the, all Rex does. You know that the draft is defensive heavy anyway, so that's like just picking on somebody handicapped. So that's a pretty like easy go to. But you're right, and you're well, right, and I've said many times. Yo, if they want two defensive linemen and a damn linebacker in the top three rounds, I oh, would not be shocked. Oh, there's definitely defensive line getting – it's the heaviest position in the draft. Yo, it just – if you're if, – if most of your holes, right, are on defense right now because of the scheme change, whatever the fuck, the players didn't buy in. 
because the players were successful doing what they did in the past. Right, and, you know, I guess to give the benefit of the doubt that first year in the system injuries, doesn't man. usually injuries, work out. Injuries, injuries, injuries. Nigel Bradham did not. Nigel Bradham was talked before the season started of being signed, some people, over Cordy Glenn, and I'm like, yo. He got let go, right? Bradham, yeah, they didn't resign him. He went to Philly. Philly yeah. yeah. Yeah, just Shortsy took him. Shortsy took him, Ron Brooks. Wasn't it uh, and Nigel McCullough. Bradham at the Giants game? I didn't because I don't know Bill's numbers. So I'm not a you know, yeah, I heard Bill's fan, but he got called for like what four, three personal fouls <laughs> in like two minutes. <laughs> Come on, man, you can't pop quiz me like this, dude. I don't yeah. want to pause. It was definitely, I, it was definitely him because I remember on the way home that really quiet. Right? Was it was it Bradham or was it Jerry Hughes? No, it was Bradham, fifty two. That's no, that's Russell Brown. Brown. Oh. Bram's 53. Oh. Yeah, see? Regardless. It doesn't matter, Sean. <laughs> but the final thing I want to burn you on is... No, no, I'm not even... Th- no, no, we're I'm done talking host, about the... dude. This is, no, 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 no. It's ain't Sean time. No. Okay, go ahead. You and your You're fucking about beard. Get over Rex here. Rex and... Nah, here's the deal, dog. This is Rex's draft, and it makes the most financial freaking sense... To replace well, your defensive line edge the draft rusher. Always, the draft always makes sense financially. Right, right. Well, the Bills are strapped to the cap, so it makes the most damn sense to get your edge rusher right there in the first round. It does. I hope they take well, a chance. someone has to. Who's the kid that's Mario? in trouble that's the big question mark that everybody's talking about, and I can't think of his name right now. They're like, he might fall to 19. I don't know, man. <sighs> no expense. No offense. Okay. That kid is a monster. There's a lot of monsters. Either way, there's going to be a monster. Both of the Giants are going after Shaq Lawson from Clemson. I was so yeah. Buffalo yeah. would like that. Probably won't happen. I want to see him get Kevin Dodd from Clemson. Honestly. Well, Rex loves Clemson, so someone might get drafted. Oh, yeah, it's King Clemson. You know what I love about Rex is you know this guy is behind the scene with the coaches. I mean, he admitted it, so I love that. Like, with the college coaches, he's going to get the inside track. The, the reason I'm excited for Rex overall is because finally we have a player's coach who can get guys here cheaper. Like, yo, Richie Incognito signed here cheaper because well, of Well, not only Rex. that, you have a coach that has balls for once. That's what I'm saying. He's, it's a huge That's why culture I like change. I loved Coughlin. Oh, yeah, I do love Coughlin. I loved Coughlin, man. Yeah, that was a sad day. Sorry about that. I was really Yo, upset. did you see him walk by the owner at the end of the day? He just fucking no. dipped out. He didn't even shake his hand. He's no. like, fuck this Listen, shit. Listen, it was a sad day for Let's Giants switch fans. Gears. How'd that feel with Coughlin leaving? <sighs> you know. Segway. It was really <laughs> sad. I'm not going to lie. Like, I was, I almost had, I almost got teary Dude, that was your it. dad. Coughlin is my type of coach. Papa Lynn, man. He's my type of coach. Papa I want the. Coughlin. In your face, you're not getting a compliment. Get your ass to work. I love that. I love that about coaches. I always thought he was just going to die in the sideline. General Patton, you know? I love it. I love, too, looking at the sideline. His face is beat red, and he's got his arms out. What are you doing? I fucking love it. I am shocked he didn't rip the armpits in his face. And I'm a little upset at the owners because, essentially, they replaced Coughlin with the same offensive coordinator – and the same defensive coordinator. And then they went out and spent $200 million in free agency. And I'm sure Coughlin was sitting home going, what, you couldn't fucking do that for me? What What the fuck? 
The Giants lost five games in the last minute. Three three games by last second field goals. The Giants, I know they had a terrible record, but the Giants were actually you know what I good. feel. I love and I hate that old cliche of saying the voice in the room just gets old after a while. At the same well, time, I, was, I don't feel like you guys really retained that many players, did you? No. So it's know. like to me that's lost. That doesn't matter because our GM keeps drafting duds. Your GM. Like he's bad. He's how long has he been the GM? Since he took over for Ernie Acorsi, which is let's see, eight years, something like that. But he's doing the he's doing the the like final had, desperate GM move, and that what is that? Span, span, span. That's what all GMs do before they finally get they lose it, because we all know. You you don't win in free agency. I mean, remember Philly Dream Team? Yeah, never really works out. It that always works out. Year. It always works out through the draft, and he's had bad drafts. I think the the thing that kept is saving him was Odell Beckham. You know, you Odell, got somebody you can market. You got somebody you can put out Odell there Beckham constantly. Fell yeah. to thirteen, right? You know, being obviously the steal of the draft. But if you, you know, obviously I'm a big Giants fan. I've gone through the drafts, and I'm like, holy shit. Well, David Wilson was very unfortunate. Yeah, that sucked. But, you know, then Ruben Randall. Guy can't run the fucking right routes. Are you kidding me? Where'd he go? And where'd, of course, he signs in Philly. Motherfucker. <laughs> Excuse my language. Uh, but, don't worry about it. Let it go, baby. But uh, we're all numb here. Ding, but, ding, uh, ding, ding. Yeah, <laughs> I'm actually excited to see what they do because I don't know if you guys know this, but Odell Beckham and Victor Cruz have never been on the field together. Yet. I've always wished that would happen, and I don't. And I and I'm one of those guys that I'm like, you don't just lose it after you get hurt. You just have to not be rushed back. That's what I feel. Right. If you rush back, he's clearly had a lot of time yourself. off. He's had a year and a half off. So what's happened? Like, like what's his actual injury history? Didn't he? Didn't he get hurt and then he came back and then well, he, he got hurt again? He, he, he tweaked he, it. He hurt his knee in Philly. You just saw him like drop, like a bag of shit. He was, you know. And then after he came back and his calf, he his calf was same off. leg. Uh, I believe so. So, but you know what? He did the thing. He did the right thing. He manned up. And, Cut his salary down to one point three million or something this year, three million, something small. He was due ten million. Right. So that's well, an exciting little out of his mind, so. nugget, knowing that Odell and Victor Cruz have never been on the field together. That's pretty exciting. That's really exciting to me because we all seen what Victor Cruz could do, and we've all seen what all. What did you can think do. about your coaching hire? I love it. I absolutely love what it. What was your favorite part? Because my favorite part was keeping the guy, or tell the audience. hiring the guy that I wanted. Because who is the guy you we wanted? all know? I'm trying to tell the audience who the guy that you guys got is Ben McAdoo. Okay, our offensive coordinator. So I mean, I'm like not gonna lie. A little bit of me, a little part of me wanted Sean Payton. Really? Because Sean Payton used to be our offensive coordinator way right. back when. But. uh we all know what happens in this league way too often. You know, use Cleveland for an example or San Francisco, whoever. 
when guys get brought into the league and they got a new offensive coordinator every two years and they keep changing systems, you know, these are why franchises fail. So now the Giants, after, I don't know, eight years, finally let Calvin Gilbride, you know, kind of force him into retirement. Right. They bring over Ben McAdoo, who was highly praised by Mike McCarthy and, and, you know, good coaches around the league. He's he's a he's a brilliant mind. And if you watch Giants games last year, the offense was very good. It's weird though that it's weird though that after um one year though. What? Wasn't it only one year with McAdoo or was it two seasons? This is season be three. Two. Okay, okay, okay. So I, I really think that was a move just for Eli Manning, for continuity's sake. Because it was the best yeah, thing in the offense if be you're gonna sh- together. Yeah, if you were going to put in know? a whole new system, you might as well trade Eli. You might as well at that point go into a total rebuild. Because the Giants roster is not very good. That defense is, I'm pretty sure, going into the offseason, I was like, you know what? They can get rid of everyone. So you're ready to throw in the towel? On the defense. How many times do the Giants go up in a game and the defense see, has one minute to sit, you know? See, like, what happened to the Bills is I think what happens to teams, which is you have one bad year, and if you don't come back from that one bad year, now your holes go from three holes, and if you don't address those holes, your holes turn into, like, six. You're like, whoa. Right. Whoa. Whereas the and Bills the had a lock-tight unit under shorts where – They've had consecutive – Yes. They've had three, four straight years of bad. Uh Six and ten. Giants started owing six. And, and you know, year. you want to know something? I think that's the same shit with with people want to take dumps on Ryan Fitzpatrick. No, Ryan Fitzpatrick was is is in. Speaking of Fitzy, he's still a free agent, right? And and Fitz is the quarterback. Where if you have a good defense behind him, you can't leave him with a minute thirty, no timeouts, on his own fifteen yard line because of course it got a Bills bounce, and which means a shit bounce. And next thing you know, he's got to make this happen. And, oh, by the way, on the way to that touchdown, uh, the ball touched the defensive back's hands twice. Yes, George Wilson, I'm talking to you. Um, Rams game and the Titans game, ball hit your hands. So what I'm saying is is Eli Manning, if Eli Manning had a defense behind him consistently. A couple years ago, right? I'm just saying, like, Yes, if Eli Manning, many years ago, if Eli Manning, because we're talking about Fitz, had the the defense, it, he would be, I think, talk, I, I feel like he gets shit on when he doesn't deserve to. And I'll bust your balls all day. Cause it's well, he's got the defense now. I, he's got a great defense. Hopefully. Well, if well, he hold, What back. do you mean? I thought the Actually, the Bills kind of offense worked out. I have to, uh, I have to get and give it to Fitz though. He's a smart man. Yeah, I'm not coming unless you give me eighteen million dollars. Yeah, dude, for what Osweiler got? Are you out of yeah. your mind? Smart man. And your journeyman Fitz, screw you. Yeah, you yeah. know I play good in chain system. Basically, it comes down to fuck you, pay me. And this is the and, and all the Bills got to do is hope that Tom Brady gets suspended for four games and they're in the playoffs. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. I know. Stop Brady's like, nah, I'll one. take it off my nuts. You guys can suck on him because I ain't doing I'm actually shit. surprised that the pa- Patriots didn't sue the NFL to get their draft picks back. That's nuts. How do they not get their draft picks back? 
Goodell, you're an idiot. You failed. I already talked. Did you see my Twitter shit I posted? No, but... I, I, I tweeted about... If Brady was found not guilty, give them their damn draft picks back, and I don't want to, you know... You know Patriots. what, though, dude? Where there's smoke, there's fire. And if you keep getting in trouble, get out of here, man. I mean, I know the judge was like a Boston guy, but, you know, whatever. Come on. What's... I'm just saying, I don't know. I thought that was kind of weird. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah. The money talks. There's a lot of uh, secret backdoor stuff going on there. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't trust all that. I don't trust yeah. any of it. What else you got? You know what I found interesting I want to talk to you about is I think Colin Kaepernick's really interesting, and I really feel him in San Francisco, they got to shut the fuck up and learn to work with each other because you guys are stupid. San Francisco you needs Kaepernick. Think- Kaepernick needs Chip Kelly, and Chip Kelly needs Kaepernick because Chip Kelly has never had that quarterback unless you're talking an old beat-up Michael Vick. Well, he has never had that quarterback that's about- actually durable. And can sling that Let's rock. Talk about San Francisco in general. They pretty much can write a book on how to destroy a franchise in two years. <laughs> okay, you let one of the best coaches in the league. You fire the best coach, one of the best. I he's don't care of, if he's an asshole. If you're winning, yeah, you just let him wear his let him wear his yeah. fucking khakis. He was a yeah. great coach. You just you fire him because the GMs got a power trip or an ego i don't know what's dude, going the, on there. dude the guy who fired him judd york he's like 30 he's my age he's like 31 to 32 yeah so you Playing fire him money and then what happens about five of your players say mm, i'm gonna retire i love yeah. the pagulas i'm out so they retire your team's terrible you bring in tim jamsula what you know, it, and he Tom knows Sula. he's a dead man walking when he gets hired that was my favorite tweet ever trey wingo <laughs> Uh, I'm still laughing about Wait, it. Wait, what did he say? The guy, they hired Jim Tomsula. Yeah. Who looks like Ben Stiller's fat brother. And uh, he goes, when he got fired, he goes, take that, Tim Tomsula, because no one remembers that fucking guy's name or ever will. Remember his press, press conference when he farted? You know what I like? You don't remember that? Is he's like the classic Italian with the gold chain. That's yeah, exactly. Like that's, that's but he looks like, like Ben Stiller's you know, fat that's, brother. That's my life goal for what I want to look like when I get older. He coached NFL Europe. Like, he was a defensive line coach. Yeah, what was that show? You know who he looked like? What was that show um, with, like, the French fry box and shit? Aquatine Hunger Force? Yeah, he looked like the guy in Aquatine Hunger Force. Yeah, he looked like Carl in Aquatine Hunger Force. <laughs> Jim but regardless, you like go from Carl. Jim Harbaugh to Jim Tomsula, all right? Half your players are like, I'm out. Patrick Willis, best linebacker in football, arguably. Top five, at least. I'm retiring. I'm out. <laughs> Chris Bohr, whatever the hell his name was, some other kid, young kid, only in his second year. Um... I'm out. I'll pass. You know? Your team's terrible. You're bringing Blaine Gabbert. Who was traded for with the seventh-round pick. So you're telling me the Bills can't get a seventh-round pick for E.J. Manuel and get out of that dumbass contract? Depends. There's still other – there's still value in the Yo, league, though. I think a Brock Osweiler getting signed for that much money, do you think I'm nuts if I think E.J. Manuel What would the Manuel's Giants get for Ryan Nassib? Hmm. Nothing. He's never played a game, dude. No yeah. equity, fam. E.J. Manuel doesn't have that bad of a record. Equity. Dog. <laughs> They're killing me, fam. Listen, seriously, though. 
You're telling me EJ Manuel ain't worth something? Look at those Metro I'm telling you right now. be that team out there. I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now. EJ Manuel does, doesn't even get a seventh round pick. Blaine Gabbert got a seventh round pick, dude. EJ Manuel's bad, buddy. Uh, he's way better than Blaine Gabbert. Yeah. Wait, I, I would take Manuel over Gabbert. Dude, are you serious? Manuel's actually won games in the NFL. Like, won games. And you could rip on him for that Jacksonville game. He still had to bring him back. He still had to bring him back. He brought him back after his 12 seconds of hell. The worst 12 seconds ever in NFL history, probably. <laughs> but hey, as a Bills yeah. fan, we got to see it. That said, he's a nice kid. And I, I kind of. I'm still saying there's still value out there, though. I think though. he's going to try to trade him. Ryan Fitzpatrick's he, a free agent. Brian he, Hoyer is getting cut tomorrow. Ah. Uh, there's tons of value. Right, right. So you're telling me p- people are going to trade for EJ Manuel when you got a Brian Hoyer, Ryan Fitzpatrick? D- yeah, but they're going to be a lot of money. Yeah. Okay, EJ Manuel costs $3 million. And yeah. EJ Manuel's untapped potential to a lot of teams, dude. You got to look at it. Stop with untapped potential. Hey, that's what I'm saying that other people might think. No, I'm telling you, you no one's thinking that. That I'm, was, listen, you guys taking E.J. Manuel with a 16th pick in that draft. We already gone over Was this. so atrocious. I know. The I fact that na- Ryan, not to keep repeating Nassib, but Ryan Nassib in the fourth round. Yeah, he's better than Eli EJ, Manning. E.J. was, EJ was <laughs> like a fourth round talent. You took him with man. a 16th pick, the Bills and pick now you though. think you can t- you can trade him. I'm telling you right now, no one trades for EJ Manuel. No one trades for Blaine Gabbert, but they did. That's what I'm trying to tell you. It's not what you and I think. It's what the uh, it's what the GMs think. The kid is still won games. What is he six and ten or something? Something. I mean, He's not eight. And I eight. mean, it's it's something when you get benched for Kyle Orton mid season, right? I mean, Kyle Orton, you pretty much got benched for a Rana QB. And then you bring in Tyrod, who's who's been a backup for the first four or five years in the league. You know what I'm saying? It, it, I'm telling you, he's got no value. Yes, if he becomes a free agent and someone picks him up, someone will go pick him up, of course. You know, Ricky Stanzi has a job. I'm trying to find more cap room for the Bills. Tim Tebow got point. brought back last year for, you know, 12 minutes. You know what I'm saying, though? I'm trying to find a way for the Bills to get relieved of the $3 million, and it just They're seems not. weird. They're just going to have to eat it. And yeah, then but after this year, they can here's what Here's what I'm trying to say is Doug Whaley has been mentioning it, that, like, you know, EJ Manuel, we're very satisfied with him. He's a top, top third of the NFL backup quarterback, if you look <laughs> at his record. What's it tell you, though? If he's uh. talking about him. What's that tell you is that they failed at that draft pick. How can you say that we're very satisfied? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. How are you going to say that they're very satisfied with E.J. Manuel when they wasted a no, top the, 16 the, pick on him? As a backup, sweetheart. As a backup, I'm saying. You can't even relate the two together, though. Buddy, I'm telling you the context of it. Okay, the context I is didn't make up the we're context. upset that we drafted, we wasted a first-round sweetheart. pick, but we're happy that he's a good backup. No, but, no, no but, sweetheart, nothing. They're not happy, but this is a situation. Call this a Doug in. Whaley fail. Doug, 
Look, that pick was questionable. Who did it? No. He really didn't draft DJ Manuel. It was a Buffalo Bills pick. Just ask him. Fail. Funny next pick. Though. We're Funny happy next. about him being a great backup. What? No, no. What I'm trying to say is he's talking him up, trying to, I think, present value of on that. You're not just that. We're not cutting EJ Manuel. You're going to have to take him from us. Is what I think he's. I know it's a lot of it's a lot of it's a lot of nine eleven. It's like yeah. oh, shit. It's loose change. I know, but that's Sounds what I like, think. Yeah, it's not gonna happen though. All right. So the best case scenario for EJ Manuel is Tyrod gets hurt again, and he comes in and does something good. Oh, possibly. I don't have anything against EJ. I just don't think he's good. All right. Oh. So Kaepernick and Chip system here. I think they all need each other. It's a perfect. F- thing for chip and i'm actually like a pro chip guy me too shockingly you know i'm a giant you want to see it work right i like his system i think what he does makes sense you know i don't know you want i don't know though because he uses guys like he used in college where they're smaller and he's trying to get small guys to do big all guys right, so things. i, I think i like some of the concepts the that he has i don't mind i don't think they work i think they i think they can work I'm not. I want if I'm a work. general manager of an NFL team, and a guy is wants a big fat contract, I'm not paying you, unless you're a quarterback, a left tackle, or a cornerback. Defensive end. Maybe defensive end, but those top. Maybe you gotta have a listen, pass rush. Good quarterback. Linebackers are interchangeable. Quarterback, left tackle, cornerback. I, I think are the three most important positions. But the defensive end is like one of the most highest paid positions in the NFL. Okay, so defensive end. That maybe right? that's, so far. That's, that's maybe with you. But my three, cornerback, left tackle. It's definitely quarterback, left tackle. I mean, dude, you're, you're a Giants fan, man. JPP, like, Strahan, like, what the fuck? Still. What are you trying to say here? You can't say that. I can say no, that. you can't. I think the b- the biggest value is between a quarterback and a left tackle. You can have money cornerbacks, but if you can't rush the passer, I allowed the Bills last year. And you can have yep. a money defense and a decent offensive line, but if you got a terrible quarterback, where are you going? I know, but and the, if you the, got a good quarterback and you got a terrible left yeah, tackle, but top seven quarterbacks don't grow up on trees. You know what I mean? So you have to put your money like the Bills have. Around the team, like Tyrod Taylor's agent might want a big contract. We've gone over this. I'm just saying, you, I like he still built the team around Tyrod. I like Chip Kelly's way of saying, "I'm not paying you, I'm right. trading him okay. away." I, I think it's a good move. I don't think so. Most players, once they get paid contracts, they don't play. They're not what they were. I don't think players are better after they get a big contract. I think they get worse. And then after two years, they they become an issue of what are we gonna do with so and so in this big cap issue? He's counting as this much against the cap, you know. Not to bring up the Patriots on a Bills podcast, but the Patriots—that's what they do. They, oh, you want to get paid? See ya. Okay, dude. They have the best quarterback ever, and not for nothing, they've cheated. All right, no. Before we get on the whole. Cheating. No, like seriously, dude. When you hear stories about the headset being on yeah, in the middle of the game after it's supposed to be cut out, and they're on a different fucking frequency, yeah, that tells me they're doing other shit. So either way, you were the best quarterback in the fucking game. And, and I'm just saying, I like I mean? how like, the Patriot way of not paying 
free agents. And so, what do they do when it comes to free agents? You yeah, know? man. And I'm talking about I'm a, a Giants fan. Fire for years, I'm a Giants man. fan who just they just dra- spent two hundred million dollars guaranteed, overpaid the shit out of everyone. Does free agency ever work? I think the fr- I think the Patriots are so cheap, it's almost dickheadish, frankly. And the thing is, is Chip Kelly ran all the talent that the Eagles had in town out. He did a wor- He did almost as bad of a job as Josh McDaniels did in Denver as far as driving talent away. And that's why I think more than ever, Chip Kelly needs the San Francisco thing to work out with Colin Kaepernick. Because if you were to say before he came in the league. Yeah, but it's not going to happen. That team's just shit from top to bottom. He's not look, wrong. Look, look. There's concepts he's running where it's been broken down on Twitter. Chip Heath needs- Evans has broken it down with Chip Kelly's system. And there's things that he has these small tight ends doing work that they can't handle. You know what I mean? He's having these guys. You, you can't. You can get away with, with some of his concepts in college. if you system to work, you need to give them three, four years. You need to give him time to put into his system. It's Ka- I think Kaepernick is a perfect fit for his system. Absolutely. The draft, what I love about the draft is there's so much optimism. And, and if you want to go full circle on that, like, real quick to wrap this up, but, like, what I love about the draft is you're talking on all these talk- topics. We're talking, I just lisped, on, on all these topics here. It, it's like Rex Ryan. This is his draft. And not for nothing, I like Rex's draft for the most part. I hate to say Rex's draft. No, it's they, not a slight that we on some players. But Rex Ryan, if the Bills brought in a, a Mohammed Wilkerson the, uh, that could go ape shit, I'd be into it. Even look though at the, all the players they've, he drafted in New York. That defense is all well, his Mil- players. Most of them are Milner, still there. Milner was a boss. Yeah, but he also drafted Sheldon Richardson. Mm-hmm. And everyone went, who? Mm-hmm. Who the fuck is that? And he's a monster. Right. So he hits. And who's the... Who's the corner you guys drafted? Darby. Darby. And, and that was what? You know what I love about Rex is he shoves it in the media's face all the time. Yeah, the guy uh, you guys said who couldn't play, why did we grab what, him? What round did you guys draft Darby? Second, Second round. Yeah, and, he and you want to know probably something? Probably one of the biggest steals was, of the draft. He was the yeah, second. Yeah. He was runner-up and got, rookie, runner-up and rookie of the year. Yeah, and he was also. Second round pick. He was also, if I'm not mistaken, uh, something like, like top, top ten top three corners, pro football focus or something corner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I so, think Rex knows what the fuck's up. Yeah, this is definitely a Rex. Rex draft. has never had a franchise quarterback, and here's the because thing: because there's man, not that many offensive When you got a franchise draft, quarterback so. like a Brady man, like like Brady, <coughs> yeah, and you're Bill Belichick, that guy has had shit defenses for years. Oh. He's great. He's gonna bring in Hainsworth. He's a genius. Oh, he's gonna bring in Ocho Cinco. He's gonna bring in yeah, but all these the old vets sometimes work, sometimes they don't. Right, and that's that's my theory. Did Corey Dillon work? <sighs> Did Randy Moss work? Is Chris Long gonna work? Why not? Who knows? Three sacks in sixteen games. Now if the Bills brought him in. I'd be like, oh my god, the Bills brought in a former first round pick. All right, you'd be your be optimism so be through the roof. I know. You'd be talking about Chris Long's sack in 2009, you know, week seven. Did you see that sack? That's what he's bringing. Did you, you see know? Chris Long's sack in 2000? <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes that I like what they do though, and they they hit real quick a couple low key moves. 
Chris Long, Shane McClellan. I think that right. I think that who was the uh, Donald Brown? Valchak is, I, I believe, a slave to the system, but I think he always has a wrinkle. Like he has a progression of wrinkles. That's why I love Valchak. It's a wrinkle. It's a wrinkle. It's a wrinkle. You know what I love? My favorite part about Valchak, which I don't like the guy. I'm not supposed to like the guy, but what I do admire about him oh. is that all of a sudden. They'll just drop 300 rushing yards on you in a game out of nowhere. You know what yeah. I'm saying? When they're like, coming into week nine and you're like, oh, my God. Brady. Brady's going to throw for 800 yards. And then they run for 300. How you expect them to beat that team, they do the complete opposite. And that's the but genius that's of also, Bill Belichick. Again, that's also the genius of having a franchise quarterback because he can do it all. Tom Brady looked better this year than I think he has in three years. Right, he wants to play like, for like it, six more. He decides at like forty. I just, I, I, I've been working on running out of the pocket. What? Yeah, the game's evolving. Jim Kelly, can you go hit like? I don't know. That's can you I'm come say- back? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, obviously you don't want to admit anything or say anything, but I'm, you know, I'm a Giants fan. I think Belichick's. Arguably the best coach ever. I just want to know the no. truth behind the scenes. I, no? I Yeah. He's I not? think you Maybe yeah, in my lifetime. Okay, okay. No. You gotta say on paper. Who's better who's come on? Who's me. more consistent than Bill Belichick? I don't think anybody. Who's been more consistent than Belichick? Come on. I, I'm not gonna I'm Adam not gonna say, D? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say he's the best of all time. Fuck him. You're just that's because you're you know. Yo, he's not Vince. Numb Bills. He's not. Yeah, he's, he's better not, than Vince Lombardi. He's not John Madden. He's way better than Vince Lombardi. I mean, look at all the championship games they've been in. Like that's gotta be John a Madden. I, I, I'd take John Madden. Come on. I'd, I'd take a, I'd take a a Mike Ditka over a Mike Ditka. Oh man, are we you supposed want, to end this podcast? Right? No. no. I mean, fuck Bill can, Belichick. He's the greatest coach ever. Too much, I, too much me, controversy. I, 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 I hate like to it. admit that, but you know, I, I, I'm with him on the fact that I want to see what's behind the curtain and be like, all right, you don't want to. This is this has all been overblown, or you pile of shit. I want to know the answer, and I'll never know the answer. And the Whoa. only one who knows the answer is his right hand man, that sketchy weird guy, Bill Valachak. Yeah, he is like a, a little friend there, and does all of his dirty work. I don't even know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, there was like an article about him. He's like the man behind the scenes. Yeah, we, we talked, talked about, about this podcast. like way way back when. His name's Ernie Adams. And... That's why we had the stack guy to remember that. <laughs> I hate to call him a stack guy. It sounds so low. He's not. But they do things right. They bring in vets. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But when it does work, it works. Corey Dillon, Randy Moss. I mean, Randy Moss. That year was, I mean, they were killing everyone. And if Randy Moss's dumbass would have kept his mouth shut, he'd still be there. Yeah. Man, I just want to get paid. He was practicing or training with a lot of wide receivers in the league now, last year. And every single one of them says he could still play. He could be in this league. But it's Randy Moss. Randy Moss has this thing as a Vikings fan, too, where he just, and those were the golden years, that asshole just stopped trying. I'm like, really? You're just going to stop trying in the playoffs? Like, Why? Like what's Wait, wrong what's with the your hat? Fa- what's the famous Randy Moss uh, meme or quote? Cash money? No, what is it? Straight cash, homie. One of those. But yeah, he's about money. You understand that a lot of players aren't 
about team and dedication and and not in championships. Buffalo, Sean. I don't know what city you're playing, but yeah. here in Buffalo, uh, no, a lot of players know, we just are just play about to win. And we just have each other's back. And God, I love you. Show me the money. That's what it comes down to. I know for a lot of these players, you think they're loyal? They don't give a shit. Yeah, but look how the teams fucking. They treat will go them. to your rival in a heartbeat for yeah, a dollar. How, yeah, but not for nothing. Look how the teams treat them, though. You know what I'm saying? They fucking poke and prod at them. They treat them like shit. The NFL treats them like shit. Like I really That's think kinda, the players are wait, treated hold like on. shit. It's kind of bringing to my point though of why you don't pay people. Prime example: Sue, Dominican Sue. $52 million guaranteed or some stupid number. And what happens after about six or seven weeks? Their own media is questioning, are you trying out there? Are you giving up on every play? What are you doing? You're not trying. Isn't it funny how tape don't lie? That's what Rex <laughs> said at the coaches means. Like, tape, it's, it's, it's not the, the I mean, imagine if the NFL was fully guaranteed contracts. You look at all these contracts, and you're like, holy shit. But you really have to look at the guaranteed dollars. Well, that's why when people were ripping on, like, Fitzpatrick's contract for, like, 69 mil or something crazy, it really wasn't something crazy at the time. It was average starting quarterback money, and that's how people got to look at shit. Well, like uh, someone once said, it's a great time to be a mediocre quarterback in the NFL. It really is. Brock Osweiler, (laughs) seven starts, and he's got $72 I don't ridiculous. care how good your scouting department is, but you got to be kidding me. You're telling me, uh, and you know what's funny about that? Is yeah, but Houston had no choice. You, you know, they made it to the playoffs. Did you know with Gary Kubiak wanted Tyrod Taylor to come to Denver? I didn't know that. Yeah, Gary Kubiak wanted him. Hmm. So it, I. We are thoroughly, I'm thoroughly impressed with Doug Leo. I got an argument with the guy at Starbucks. He was talking shit at the window. I was so pissed. I drove off without my coffee. I was like, God damn. Because I was like, you're making me so mad. I'm about to come in there and talk your ear off about Doug Leo. Don't you dare so talk about Doug Leo. So did back around the drive So I, 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 yeah, I drove <laughs> around and I pulled in, forgot my coffee. There was this cool kid there who was an Eagles fan. So we talked Eagles, super nice. And uh, I was talking to the guy. I'm like, dude, just check out the podcast, man. Just. I was so mad, but he's awesome. He's awesome, dude. I told him to check us out, but I, I, I literally pulled around. I'm like, no, Doug Lee is a shit. <laughs> no, he's retaining his players. Look at the players they found on the scrap heap. You know what I mean? Like, he's, I don't know, man. Since Buddy Nix took over, I feel like they've done common sense moves in the front office, which is positive back down for a Bills fan. Like, it's like they keep ascending, you know? And it's like, I feel it's last the, year... the they best did. time to be a Bills fan in uh, a long time. What sucks the most about last year is they had everything in place, it felt like, but the quarterback, you weren't sure. Now we have the offseason, but we have holes in defense. Well, not only that, I think all fans had extremely high expectations. They got to calm down one day at a time. It's like a mountain. You're not going to get over the mountain... In one jump, you got to go, you know, one foot at a time. And if you don't go one foot at a time, you expect all these things. Next thing you know, you get disappointed. You start living on the edge, and you're just miserable with the sports team. You got to really – I will get into any feuds well, with anybody NFL on Twitter, and, and I love it because a lot of times I turn people around like, what are you mad about? And the, you well, know, they did it. Be- okay, well, the reason they didn't well, – uh, okay, I guess I win. 
Right. You know, and it's like you got to calm down because you can always throw the blanket on there. Well, how many championships you have? Which is true. You got to take your nuts out. Well, how many times have you been in the playoffs in the last 16 years? Well, if you would have made well, it twice all, in 16 years, it would be. The people that well, do that. We made it two and 16 times. And it's like, do you like your team? Why are you on Twitter of such Bills this, Bills it? You don't like your fucking team. It's annoying. You really don't like. It's like, okay. I mean, I only troll you just because it's funny. Yeah, I don't like when you troll me because you could just come <laughs> knock on my door. Yeah, that's great. You live up the street. Couple turns. But it's funny. All right, I'm done with you. All right, we're, this podcast is over. Please check us out. This is brought to you by numbillsfan.com. That is Sean Timmerman. Sean, tell him your Twitter and shit. You're down with JPP. Don't worry. He'll have a Giants podcast coming never. Um, and we have over here on my right. I'm fucking sleeping. He's sleeping. Uh, Numbills Adam D on Twitter. There it is, fam. And Do I not am- disturb. And I am Numb Bills fan on Twitter. Sean, thank you. Yeah, no problem. All right, fuck off. <laughs>